When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it's a week past our, our anniversary. I still have not gotten you a gift. I was thinking about it all week, but now that I feel like I'm late, I feel like it has to be better than right. yours. This, the, you're it like, can't be as shitty. It's very annoying. You're in the kind of cliche male position. Yes. And this I, happens all the time because you go, now it's got to be so good that you never even do it at all. A hundred percent. Because I have, I have been on the other end of this with Mike so many times where right. like, I think this happened a few times. Somehow we, I guess because of our release dates, but you know, we move all the time. Um, we always <laughs> wind betches, up. <laughs> they move <laughs> all the time. That is something I've learned. Sammy about. just moved. Yeah. Sammy just moved again. Yes. <laughs> They're always um, moving. We're yeah. always moving as you know. And, it always falls during his like busy month. There's like four months of the year he gets very busy. And so I took care of the whole thing because he's busy. And then, you know, he he said like, oh, like, thank you. I appreciate you taking care of this all so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to plan like a dinner. And then it was like three months later and he didn't plan. I'm like, OK, like, listen, I'm not like I don't have like the fire to you. But the longer you take, like right. the nicer, more exclusive the restaurant has to be. Like if I find out you're taking me to a place with like six open spots on on Resi tonight, right. um, it's not going to that would have been fine the week after. Yeah. Now it's like three months. Now it needs to be like. Well, the the, the weird, uh, the horrible part, the I, I don't know, ironic or whatever. The the, the catch of that is. Now he has to find a restaurant that has a three-month wait for the reservation. <laughs> so now you're six months out. Basically, yeah. It just it is a it just it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that you can't keep up. That's well, don't worry. Well, I'm, I'm worried. Be, I mean, I'm not that's why I can't be that late. I'm 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 working to get this within the month. I'm just happy it was a Starbucks gift card. It's it was you want, simple. You want it back? <laughs> I can use some Starbucks. No, I'm. I, I listen. There's no gift that would under. I'm gonna be. I. I I'm not. I. I guess I'm. I've thought I'm not good at receiving gifts, but I do give a big. Ah! Like I'll give you. I'll give you a lot. Like when I give emotion. A, oh yeah. wow! I should I'll bring. I should bring you to Christmas at the Marinellis. <laughs> do they like it? I'm already like talking about. Uh, I already was, was talking to Mike about like working on my faces for that. <laughs> This? <laughs> oh, oh my god. I could coach you. I've been I have been wanting this so for so long. Okay. How did you know? <laughs> okay, go. There's uh, like a few Do Okay, I give you the Marinelli's give you a Okay, gift card uh, gift card. What's your reaction? To where? 
See, it's already, we're already off. You can't judge the gift. Okay. You can't even look at the gift oh card. Oh my God, this is great. I really have been wanting to go there for so long. Now I have, now I have a reason to go even sooner. That's, that's a good one. Specific. Yes. Vague at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Don't give away too much. Okay. What if they give you a, uh, something for the home? This is great. You know, we we're probably gonna move soon. So, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, let me give a note to yeah, that one. Yeah. Something for the home. We needed this. Yes. Immediate. We needed this. Yes. That's you have to go immediate. Uh, you have solved an issue for me. I'm gonna just yeah. have in my notes section of my of my phone just six different comments. And right. Then I'm gonna be like after I open <laughs> one gift, just say the next thing. That's why I, I gave you know different you know home good gift card. You need one for each one. Yes. Perfect. You can come prepared because it's like you know you know the deal. At the, I I should know the deal at this point. It's right. Been several years. Um. But yeah. So what's going on with you? Want to thank everyone who came to the Boston show. Thank you. Looked thank incredible. you. Incredible. Unbelievable. Great theater, Wilbur. Theater, the it. Wilbur. What a great experience. The energy, unbelievable to go home. I was like, I, you know, it's emotional. It's the whole deal. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So if you came, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm already hearing back from, you know, last week's episode about the Seinfeld thing. So many oh, nice yeah. compliments on that. That's uh, very thankful for that. I'm on the road. I am on the road. Like, I'm adding dates. We're taping a special. Where are you going? I'm going to Miami for Thanksgiving. So I'm there yes. this weekend. This is Thanksgiving weekend. Get your tickets. Wait get away from get the get the hell away from your family. Right. Get out of there. <laughs> this is uh this is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving yeah. episode. Oh, is this our Thanksgiving Eve episode? This our, is our, th our annual Thanksgiving Eve. Right. Talk about giving people lines. What do we say? Forget everything else. We gotta talk about what you you see, this is the night of the year people take their shot. This is the night of the year people go out and Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, people see people that I never thought of them as someone I could be with before. And yes. again, to go back to this, I'm going to be in Miami this weekend. Uh, you can maybe bring whoever you met in Miami to my show. I'm going to be at Miami and then I'm coming New York. We're doing the live taping. Virginia Beach, Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Toronto. I'm coming. A lot of Toronto noise out there. Toronto. I, we did a show there. Great crowd. Great. Good energy. Yes. I do remember that as well. Vegas. It's like the better version of Buffalo if you're it, already going north, right? It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's the <laughs> Whole Foods Buffalo. It, it's like we're going to drive eight hours um, north. Yes. Just drive an extra hour and Just go to go to Toronto. One more hour and you're in society. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't yell at people to cheer for their football team. Um, Perrysburg, Ohio, Irvine, California, Oklahoma City. Those are all down, you know, down the ways. But those are all dates that have been added to my calendar, jaredfree.com. Wednesday before Thanksgiving, did anyone, did you ever shoot your shot? Did you ever, did you, would you go out the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Like as a, like shoot my shot with a, in like a high school like with a high school thing? You, because that's where you see all these yeah. like retreads. You see the high, what happens is you, the night before Thanksgiving is, is a distraction, I think yeah. dating wise. Okay. Because what happens is you see someone and you know the same street names, you yes. know the same high school teachers, you have things in common. Even if you never hung out with that person before, even mm -hmm. if this is like, I used to call it same party, different car. When you'd go to a party, you'd have your car of people in high school. Yes. And then you went to a party, it'd be other cars would show up. 
So you might know the person, but you didn't go in the same car to the Wasn't same car. Click, not your but click. But it was your, you know, someone maybe in a neighboring click. Right. I and my dad would always be like, "Do you know that person?" I'd be like, "Same party, different car." Right. So That's a good way to describe it. And I, I've described people in in my life mm -hmm. that way, ongoing. I, I I would say that about people today in 2022, as uh, same as high school. But what happens is it becomes a distraction because you go to these Wednesday night before Thanksgiving parties, and you go, "Oh." That was a good conversation. That was better than the apps. That was better than mm -hmm. going out to a bar. It's because you had, like in college, yeah. you have these things built in in common. So it can be a distraction because people are out there to hook up just the same way. Just because they know the name of, you know, Mrs. Connolly from, from elementary school doesn't mean they want to marry I mean, you. I will say I've never heard of someone getting married to someone they reconnected with on Thanksgiving Eve. There you go. I've never there heard that go. story. doesn't mean it hasn't happened. It has happened because everything has happened. Okay. Let's live in a reality because you're going to have a friend that goes, well, I know, you know, <laughs> you know, Mrs. Connolly, you know, whatever in the fuck. Sure. I hate those people, but we have to acknowledge that happens, but it, it's rare because- More hookup. That okay. is a fuck night. Yes. Thanksgiving Eve, Halloween. Yes. These are fuck nights. And Thanksgiving Eve, again, like I agree with you, it gives you the comfort of like home. Right. We know all the same things. Right. We are back in our in our town, maybe thinking we're a little cooler than we were the last time we were here. Right. I can explain my job however I'd like. Yes. I'm the administrator of assisting the head of of finance. Well, I mean You're I, an assistant, bitch. <laughs> I mean, especially <laughs> for you, because I'm like I'm from Long Island. And, mm. you know, Thanksgiving Eve was always from like the city. And so, but everyone, most people kind of like are like lived in that yeah. area anyway. Yes. Whereas you are not from New York. So right. I feel like when you went home for Thanksgiving, it was probably, it was more of a reunion. Right. The more, yeah, New York does, this is one of those New York things that isn't a thing as much. Right. It is more small townish. The more provincial your area is, mm -hmm. the more this is happening right the more we're all in town back right in, right and well i could make it work but you're right you can't make it work it's tough it, it is tough but just know this is a warning from the you up podcast a very special warning you will be emotionally masturbating to this <laughs> yes. night I mean, also it's this is this is your Christmas Eve because your Thanksgiving is your this is, is your main thing. So this is my must, favorite holiday of the year. The the Eve must be even better. For, I feel like you lo you would love Thanksgiving Eve. Well, right now I'm either I I, I got to book my flight still. I'm I'm going to Boca. Um, it's gonna be great. Oh, I can't wait to be in Boca. I love. I just love hearing when you you know in Boca. If you listen close enough, you can hear the complaints of old women. All around. That's the magic of Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. You just you put your ear to it. Put your, I put my ear to the sky and boke and all of a sudden I hear, it's cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm going to be, like home. I, I'm, feels like home. I'm going to fly back, I think tonight, uh, Wednesday night to Boca. But this is again, okay. now I'm away from home. You know, oh, like this is yeah. the new home. Right. So You're not running into anyone from high school in Boca. Yeah, and I guess at 37, this doesn't happen as much. <laughs> Like people have like new families, right? We are. I, 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 I have people aged you out. knew from high school, or like uh, I had a ten year old. <laughs> I'm not uh, hitting the bars. Yeah, this, it is a little weird that I've aged out, but and I'm still talking about this. Uh oh. Uh, um, uh, no, but well, I, you know, we have we have listeners from all different demographics well, at at this. 
Uncle Jared and Aunt Jordana were warning, you know, our young girl. In our day. That's how Thanksgiving (laughs) Eve worked. We have been there. I'll I'll be at Atlantic Ave tonight. I'll go hang out in Delray. When you were in college and maybe the years after, there were like, it was like ticketed events. Oh my God. In Manhattan. Manhattan had ticketed events. Oh, biggest night. I mean. Big party night. Our friend Keith at Uptown Social, like. He was running. It, he was the he promoter was, for that. All the well, off the wagon, down the hatch. Those are yeah. big bars to go to in the city for a certain yeah. age. You know, the like the the New Year's Eve pre pre game. I would say this night's better than New Year's Eve for at a certain age. You know, of course, way less expectations. You don't have to dress up. Less hyped. Way yeah. less dudes in sport coats and jeans. Yes, the next day isn't like this depressing beginning of the of of a new year where you have work the next day. Absolutely, and and your family's feeding you all the good hangover foods you could ever want. Very, very true. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta venti beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's get to the episode because we, a, a bird, a little oh. birdie told us we've been going long lately. Uh, <laughs> some, some of the producers, they're getting a little uh, fatigued. <laughs> With the with the ten minute conversation on Thanksgiving Eve, right? Fine, it could have been it could have been five, maybe. right? No, I think this was the yeah. perfect amount of time for our pre stuff. Yes. This was this is the the sweet spot. I think we're gonna get a lot of nice messages about this specific preamble. And 
very quickly, if you know, just because we are wearing the merch. So that's right. I got the hat on. As we head into holiday season, you have a friend who's a fan of this show. You up sweatshirt is the most comfortable thing I own. Um, I'm wearing it. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right here. And I'm wearing the hat. Dad hat. Great beach hat. Great, you know, hat hat. Um, <laughs> also, you're referencing you, YouTube. Go right now. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do it. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it. We already told you all the prizes. We're we're over halfway there to our 10,000 mile benchmark. That's right. A mile. I don't know why miles. <laughs> mile. 10,000 uh, subscriber benchmark. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could, we could get to 10, 20, 30,000. We just need you to click that fucking button. It's yeah. free. <laughs> Hit the button. And I, like also the comments on YouTube have been fun. Yeah. I read the, I read all the comments right. <laughs> as you know. I have too much free time. We love it. So go, go, go. Also, there was a someone on the social media made a, a video of them opening the U Up sweatshirt. It was such a nice video. So such a fun video. What's their Instagram handle if you have it? Um, and she used Conga by Gloria Estefan. Yes. That's the Just song. Just a fun video. That's exactly fun. how you'll feel when you unwrap your U Up sweatshirt. Eliza Fit of the Day, at Eliza Fit of the Day. She posted this great video, so shout out to Eliza and all her fits of the day, especially the You Up uh, yes. sweatshirt. And you guys are doing something special for the holidays, right? Yes, we have a virtual holiday house. You can shop on there. It's very cool. It's like a, you're literally in a virtual, like, home where you can shop you know when you're in a kitchen there's certain things there you can recipes recipes all you get recipes clothing deals betches.co slash holiday house check it out it's just like a really fun interactive shopping experience also let me i'm now an oversharing fan oh thank you it's great i it, it's a good podcast let me say it, this podcast we come out here screaming I, you know we're talking <laughs> our bullshit you got it is a it puts me into a zen mood. You and your sister really have a nice way about you as far as a listening experience. I don't know what you're saying, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's a, it is a good I would say that's like a great like mon Tuesday morning, Monday morning. I listen Tuesday yeah. mornings oh, and I'm always you. like zened out. I and in the the predicaments people are in. You read an email that made me like I was like wanted to go give that woman a hug. The 30 the 35 and it's Oy. too late for me email. The way it was written, yeah. I'm like, and you guys nailed it. You right. nailed it, so everyone should go listen to Overshare. Yeah, I mean, we you should even listen to hear the stuff that we didn't include, like the details that we didn't include. From her? So, yeah, it was. I mean, because she asked not to include them, but they're very, like, uh, heavy email. But, but something that's just so relatable, like a story... I mean, again, if you haven't listened, check out Oversharing, the, the episode that came out... Um, It'll be two weeks ago at this came, point. Yeah, like uh, November... 14th or something. I mean, she made me think of 15th. my life, you know, like I was like, I'm 37. I, I don't have any, I, I'm, I'm where she is. I mean, you could, yeah, that's just, it's just funny because like you could tell the story of your life in so many different ways. Right. And it could be a depressing story or it could be like an amazing story and you could have the same facts and tell a completely different story about like what's going on. I mean, I just did it. You, you know, I'm the assistant to the researcher of finance, uh, at my company and you go assistant bitch <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. those are two right. different ways to look at things and one again i'm the dickhead 
in that scenario. You know, like mm-hmm. that's nice. You you're passionate about your job, you know, you know, and then someone comes in and rains on the prey. She was she was very cloudy day about her situation, but I I think she's in good shape. I mean, the totally. way you you guys so go listen to Oversharing. Yeah. I think that was a good episode. Check out Oversharing if you have thoughts on that, you can DM or email um that podcast, but let's get into today's let's episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um you want to go for it? Sure. Hey, J&J, Feather Feather, Jared saw you in D.C. My friend and I were crying. That's what I love. You love I to lo- make people cry? Oh, my God. I I, I like the laugh that's like the crying, keeled Hearing, over, yes. like touching your friend, hitting them. Like, that's the experience I want in a comedy show. I, I ain't no poet. Right. You don't want a little smile. No. <laughs> uh. That makes me like you angry. To, you want them to lose control of their bladder movements. Yeah, I want. I listen. Peeing, crying. You want them to turn into a baby. You know, Carrot Top. There's like stories like Carrot Top, who gets made fun of a lot. Prop comedian, but like Carrot Top is successful major. And if you've ever watched him, you're like, this is unbelievable. Like it. it but there was a story written, I think, the New Yorker or something, because it was like a coastal elite paper magazine. Okay bringing you into the world of Carrot Top. And they talk about how he has multiple people shit their pants at the show. Oh my God. Like multiple people go to his show. The dream. Right. That's the dream. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> how do you, I mean, I maybe I I can't get to that point. There's gotta be like certain people who are able to shit their pants at a comedy show. Absolutely. And certain people who it's just never, no matter how funny it is. Right. It's just never gonna, I don't think, I don't think I'm ever gonna get there. Right. I, yeah, I want that sense of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> that you could shit your pants. excitement, yes. Right, yeah. I, I, I kind of envy that person, even yes. though not, you know, not their dry cleaner. <laughs> but they can get there. <laughs> right. That is, there's something to that. And yeah, one day. One day. That's the dream. Yeah. But they were crying. I'm close. I'm, I'm bodily yes. function funny. Yes. He, okay, so I, 29 female, met this guy, 27 male, while solo traveling in Italy this summer, who on paper is... Literally perfect. Boy, did we have the opposite European experience. (laughs) Also, I just don't, I mean, here's my big red flag for anyone writing or even that I speak to. Anyone who says literally perfect about someone that they are seeing, whether they've been seeing them twice or have been married for five years. Right. Is a a sign to me that there's something. You've lost touch with reality. No one is literally perfect. Exactly. And. You're writing into a dating advice podcast about the person who's literally perfect. Like you've no, no, right. <laughs> end of email. There's our advice. Yes. He's but a he, loser. Let's hear why he's literally perfect. Yeah. He's cute slash hot. Cute uh, and hot. The perfect combination of cute and hot. Oh my God. He's a button <laughs> and he makes me wet. Sensitive, big on communication. Sometimes it can feel a little anxious on his end or like it's deflating the romantic tension, but I'm trying to vibe with it. He thinks his toxic ex of two years who he broke up with in the spring cheated on him. Okay. Okay. Loves doing things for me and giving little gifts and being very sweet and touchy and our sexual chemistry is A+. We both are people who get off on getting others turned on and like to be equally dominant. So it creates a kind of positive feedback loop of sex that neither of us has experienced before. Okay. okay. <laughs> Very, specific. Very specific. Yeah. <laughs> He's ambitious, smart, a guy who likes taking care of others, always has a cool date planned, and an adrenaline junkie. We're both big into traveling and adventuring. Okay. On the con side. Uh, he ain't perfect. There's cons. Wow. <laughs> he lives four hours away. 
I mean, that's a big one. Okay. <laughs> He's come down a few times and I'm going up to stay with him for a week to try it out. And I don't know if our humor matches up. He's this very goofy, dumb, sex-heavy dude humor, a product of living with with military guys since he was 18. And I I and can act like a goober some t- some of the time. What's a goober? I don't know, but I'm not I don't think that's like a What's the Urban Dictionary goober definition? Right. Yeah. I would. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this is. Uh, I don't think he's written for the Harvard Lampoon. Okay. But I feel like dumb, sex-heavy dude humor does not read like nerdy. A silly goose. Is what a silly, silly goose. goose. <laughs> okay. Thanks, like, And it can act like a silly goose some of the time. Well, he is very goofy, dumb, sex-heavy dude humor. To me, that is a goober. A little immature. Yeah, a little okay. immature. You know, he would have loved that whole part we did about shitting the pants. Yes. Right. If he's listening, I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. My humor is more sarcastic, dry, and biting, lovingly, I think. And I use humor a lot to handle conflict and diffuse tension. My roommate described him as a golden retriever and me as a black cat. That makes more sense to me of a description, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. He sent me reels on Instagram, and to be honest, sometimes I can't watch the whole thing. They make me cringe a bit. And he won't roast me back. <laughs> He is. I hate this whole roast culture that now yeah. exists. So you, oh, you don't. You're not going to roast me back. Like, no, That's I don't. Right. <laughs> Who wants that from someone they're dating? He is literally the sweetest, most caring, thoughtful guy I've ever met, wrapped in this amazing, tough, hot guy package. I know he's extremely into me. He asked his family about our situation and told me multiple times I make him nervous. I feel guilty for being on the fence, but I can also feel myself pulling back. I'm a known avoidant, and I have run from most guys who really wanted me. Yes, I'm in therapy. I dropped my roster to focus on him and really want to be able to say I gave this a real shot. But I also don't want to be unfair to him, especially when it takes so much effort for us to see each other, and it already feels like we're in two different places emotionally. Am I pulling the trigger too soon, or should I give the relationship more time and just try and be super honest with him along the way? Thanks for all your help. Black Cat Fetch. Um, so this, I there's a lot here that, like, is more, I guess, overarching mm-hmm. things. She's asking about humor being a match, right? Right. I guess that to me isn't even like the the crux of the issue. Right. What do you think it is? To me, it's a no. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you hear like the the rundown and the way that someone talks about some something, and this is like a classic example, and a lot of women do this of like. Great on paper. I should like this guy, okay. but I don't really like this guy. Interesting. Because no, we have, I mean, men don't get this a lot. I think a lot of, but mm. I know I myself, and I feel like I have a lot of friends who are like, this guy, there's so many guys out there that like don't want a relationship and, and you know, aren't planning dates mm-hmm. and are being flaky and are, you know, giving you mixed messages. And this guy is doing all of the right things. Right. And, you're kind of, and as a woman who's been date, who's dated a lot of those other guys, you're like, okay, I found a good one. Mm-hmm. I need to make this work. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't actually like him because, like, that's only one half of it. Yeah, like the perfect the the when the stars align, it's because that happens in addition to you liking their personality. This you have one of the things, but not both. Because she was like glowing about like, it's funny that like. I didn't see that until you said that. Where she's like, he's a good partner. Objectively, he plans right. dates. He's very commu- He's very into communicating. He's open with his feelings. But like, it's almost like it's a it's a great house, but not the house for me. Yeah, because and I get. I guess it goes. 
Because when I read this, I was like, oh, the humor's off. Who cares? Let them bomb. Like, I thought of this in a totally different okay. way. But I, I to go with what you you're saying. You thought it was a yes. I didn't think it was a yes, but I thought it was a keep trying. Mm -hmm. Well, would um, you would you keep trying if you were her? I don't think you would. Based on right. the way you describe <laughs> a lot of your dates, I feel like you would have been out like uh, months ago. Well, to your point. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things she's giving him a box check on, mm -hmm. he has to do because of the four hours. Okay. All right. Him, he has to plan dates. He has to plan dates if he yeah. wants to see you. He has to be communicative with you. And he and saying, I've talked about a situation in my family. You don't know if that's happened. Have you met the family? Right. She's giving him a lot of credit because she can't. When you're four hours away from each other, you can fake it really easily. Because anyone can be a good boyfriend for a weekend. Anyone can do like, she says she's going to do the, the week trip. I can do a week. You know, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the plan. I don't know. It just doesn't uh, like, it's it's funny that she's like, he's the perfect guy. But it's like, yeah, he has to do those things if, he, if right. he's going to fuck. And, you know, like, and I know, don't mean to be like, yeah. so, but that is part of like, you know, he was attracted enough to go four hours. Sure. Yeah. And I'm saying like, okay, let's say she's right. He is really into it. Mm -hmm. He is. That's not a reason to date someone either. Right. Just because he's into it. Doesn't sound like well, because you're then she, into it. And, I mean, and, I don't think any one of these things on their own, like, oh, I don't like all of the Instagram reels he sends to me. Like, mm -hmm. fine. That's not a big deal. Um, or I don't know. What else did she say? Well, there was. She said, the, well, the, this is some, to, to that point. She goes, he's perfect in the beginning. And then she sex, she's like, I think the sex and the him making plans are really easy to get distracted by. Yeah. Because sex is a hard to find a good partner, especially the way she described it. It's like this like yin and yang situation, I guess, that sexual loop, whatever the fuck that means. And then makes plans there for me. Good. Okay, good. And now it's like, well, what else is there? Oh, well... He kind of gets a, you know, he has an ex who broke up with him and, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to vibe with it, but the deflating romantic tension isn't there. It's like, whoa, that's a big fucking thing. Yeah. Especially you know? for someone who lives four hours away from you. Right. And it's like, so what are you talking about? What are you? Yeah. And, and I think we're all see eye to eye with her because I'm this way mm -hmm. is to make a joke to not talk is like my move. Okay. You know, like, so it seems like she's has all these issues, but like the, the, like, like you said, the house, mm -hmm. the house analogy is good because the structure right. seems so hard to find, but it's really not the sexual partner that goes with me, the guy who make a plan, the guy who's willing to commit. But then you go to like this inside of the house. It's like, well, there's only two rooms. You know, right. like, and you go, yeah, yeah, but this structure, you can't find it anywhere. So it feels like he has the the structure of things that you need. Yeah. But I, around the, 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 the ooey gooey center ain't something you like tasting. I agree. I think she's more into like the story of it right. than she is into the guy. I also think it's almost more hard when you, when you, most people you meet on the, are on the apps and then you meet someone in person. She met him so while solo traveling in Italy. She's right. like, that's I a great, about that. that's a great, our story page. Like right. I could, I could make this one work. Like mm -hmm. I'm, you know, he's, 
he does all the right things. But again, some, someone could do all the right things. Like you could have a, sometimes you have a friend who's like, my, this friend isn't like doing anything wrong, but I think they're kind of annoying, but they're right. not like badly intentioned, but they kind of annoy me. And I can't like just get rid of them for kind of annoying me. Yes. Yeah. But you also like, if they were someone you were dating, you wouldn't marry them. Right. <laughs> right. That's a, And it's weird that he's, she's like big on communication. Sometimes it can feel a little anxious on his end. Like, so you don't like the communication. Or she does, but she doesn't like him. So she doesn't like that he's, because the communication is him showing her that he's into her and she's not that into him. So right. she's like, oh, now I feel like a little uncomfy that this person's very into me and I'm kind of like, he think he's just okay. Right. And, and she wouldn't, and, and it is funny that she ends the email with like, so should I end it? And it's like, you're already at end it. You know, if right. things were so per, you know, perfect. You're guy, writing into the podcast. <laughs> right, you're already going to end it. Like, yeah. am I doing this too soon? Well, you, it seems like you've done it. Like yeah. you're, you're out mentally as well. You're going, sex is great. Guy is great. Not your guy. Find someone closer to home. That you're four or, hours is such a opt out. Like I, I for meeting, four hours, you got to be so into someone. Right. To me. Yeah. Because that drive. You do not, you want to be delusional on that drive. Right. You want to be going, I can't wait. Oh, we're going to do this. You don't want to have that one moment of like, is this like too much? What am I doing? Halfway there. Right. You're stopping at a gas station. Why at a Roy Rogers. Right. I'm not even like this person that much. <laughs> right. Oh, I wanted to be healthy today, but I guess yeah. I'll have the curly fries. You ever like travel across town? Like in even in New York for like a meeting that you're like, I didn't even really need to take this meeting. Like, I don't know why I'm, oh my God. I'm here. You know or like many, a podcast you've got, you're like, it's like you're sitting in traffic on the way to this thing you don't even really want to go to. Like, why do I go to this? The worst feeling in the world. You're going. <laughs> I could have just said no. <laughs> and then and then you start going, this is what I do. This is what I do. I, I say yes to everything. I don't need to yeah. be doing these things. And then you go in with this like bad attitude. There will be a point where this woman does that four hour drive and is walking into a house with an attitude that she doesn't even like about herself. Yeah. I've done that. And I've, I've talked myself into a fucking like a, a like a sweat. Well, that's necessary to not do it again. So you got to feel it. Yeah. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. 
By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hello, J&J. Your trend of awkward sex stories from students studying abroad made me remember my own study abroad experience in Rome, so I wanted to share. It's an, all Ita- it's an Italian yeah, it's episode an Italian, of the, of the it, Thanksgiving two episode. two people who studied abroad in Florence. I yes. Mean, this is perfect for us. Do women just go, like, this is so bothersome to me. Do they just go to Fran- uh, Italy and they're like, oh, I can't wait to just go fuck. And yeah. no one comes here. i think it's kind of like okay you're one i think it's a few different things one you're going into like a european culture where like i think sex is a little bit less prudish and a little bit more and it's more like oh i'm having an adventure romance language yeah i also don't like none of these people like know anyone i'm with so i don't have to worry about like this interaction and how it affects like my circle my social circle Mm. Uh, especially when you're like in college. You won't be given that scarlet A of sorts. Sure, yeah. Or yeah. Like these are like pretty much a stranger. Like this guy doesn't is not going to, if he's an I, Italian person, he's not going to be like telling anyone you know anything. That makes it even hot. The way you just ex- described it, there's some woman like going, oh yeah, stranger. Yeah. It's some Italian man who won't tell anyone I know. Like that's hot to a lot of women. Totally. Man, I, I want it. everyone to know. <laughs> Screaming well, from the rooftops That's our society Of a right? McDonald's Like a real American <laughs> Hey everybody Touch yeah. your titty <laughs> Yeah there's no There's no one from Italy Coming to the United States To hit up McDonald's it, to be Like I just want to find An American To have that It is so sexual experience Love actually could does have been it. you with the, with, the, with the stomping outside Of the drive-thru that, Ready to pick them up That's me Just waiting Right Waving with Ron, Ronald McDonald <laughs> next to me. It is so annoying. I want some European women to come here to find, you know, their one night of their lives. So you're going to get some DMs, maybe. Arriva Derci, baby. <laughs> is that the right word? Is that no? I, I think that's Italian. It's yeah. goodbye. What's hello? Ciao. 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 You were, in, no. you were studied abroad in, I did. in Italy. <laughs> So you picked up a lot of the language. Maybe this is why I didn't get fucked. Uh, <laughs> I was saying goodbye you to everyone. All, you were all like arrivederci. <laughs> They're like, what? I, I guess. Okay. Um, my main goal for the trip was to have a torrid Italian love affair with a hot Italian stallion. You see this? <laughs> I wanted a one night stand that I could refer to when I was older. Reminiscing about that wild night I once had in Rome. Is this something women aspire to? I don't know if you think about it like in the as like for the story, but yeah, I could see that. I mean, I just imagine. Where I want to live? I'm going abroad. I'm I, my time to that. I understand, but the way she described this, like, is she going to be fifty at dinner with her husband? He's going to be like Elaine. <laughs> Elaine, you you you're drifting off somewhere, and she's like, oh oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Pietro. <laughs> she's like, she's yeah. sweating, wet. No, I shit think her that's pants like completely... she's at a carrot top show. Do you know how many like shows or or books or things are like made for women to sort of like have that ideal fantasy of like? It's almost in contrast to the idea of like, okay. We all want that biologically. We want to be like settled down by a certain age, right? So right. you have that time thing against you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you like stop living and breathing as a person. So right. I think that like there's kind of this rush to like settle down, get married and have kids. And then once you're there, the whole like the old trope is like, oh, then you're like dreaming of the old like asshole with the sex with like the great sex experience that right. like you've given up for the stability. It, it, and the, I guess the wrongness mm-hmm. of that makes it even hotter. Right. This is why, Have you know. Have you seen, um, what was that show on Netflix, Sex Life? Sex something? I did see Girls. that. What? No, Sex Life, I think it was, about the woman who was in Connecticut. Right. With, her hus- with the rich husband and the kid, and she's like having an affair with the. Um, the huge penis guy. Yes. That became like a huge story because everyone was watching on TikTok, and they're like, go to minute, whatever. And it's like. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to go to a minute, whatever, and see what's going on here. And then you're like, oh, oh my God. You big know, like, penis, yeah, yeah, big penis. But uh, no, I get it. I, I it, it, This is something like men need to know, though, like as far as like foreplay is concerned. Yes. Like you need like the mindset, the, the, just the, the mindset. Right, right. Be the asshole, you yes. know, wear the Italian flag. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just so funny that she's like, I want to get this in now. Right. So I have it. In my, you know, my tool shed <laughs> for when I want to get off yeah. when, around my once boring find, husband. Once I find someone, you know, once I find a stable, secure person, then I can think of the fun I used to have. <laughs> it's so, it's depressing to me. It's a little depressing, but it's also kind of like, that's life. Hey, Elaine, you're not touching your Olive Garden all-you-can-eat salad. Oh, sorry, I was thinking. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I, my mind drifted to Rome. <laughs> that one man I met. Okay, let's uh one night out in Campo de Fiore. Campo di Fiore? That sounds I right. I think I've been there. Yeah, you sound like Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri? <laughs> <laughs> I drank one too many lights of a Havanas. And there were there he was, a beautiful Italian specimen of, specimen of a male. We had instant chemistry and had some light making out at the bar. He kept trying to get me to go home with him, but I wasn't ready to end the night just yet and asked that he hang out with my friends and I as we bar hopped. When the night ended, as we were walking back to his place, we ended up having a full-on makeout session while leaning against the wall of one of the apartment buildings nearby. In my defense, I wasn't planning on things moving as fast as they did, but pretty soon our clothes were coming off. Right as we were about to take things to the next level, a bucket of cold, dirty water was dumped out of an apartment window onto us. We looked up and an old Italian lady was yelling at us and telling us to go home. I am. Basta, basta, Vajo! Why would she be yelling basta? I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, Arrivederci! Get your whore ass out of here! Yes. I like that. He's American. Ah, every weekend a new American whore comes here to take our men and make out on the street corner. I mean, respect to this woman. She was like, good for her, right? 
took control of the she neighborhood. Like, she's on the neighborhood watch. Yeah, she's like, fuck this. Not another one. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, Ohio! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like she's breaking up the hose on the street. Right. Yeah. She comes out with a fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> Prosciutto! <laughs> she's out the window. I immediately sobered up, and not surprisingly, the mood was gone. I was disgusted that I was covered in filthy water and essentially ran home with the guy calling after me. Well, he wasn't phased a bit. <laughs> I didn't exchange phone numbers or emails and was not interested in seeing him again. I was mortified. I was walk I, I, as I walked home, a dripping wet walk of shame. I thought at least I could have my Italian love affair story to share when I was older, right? Wrong. The next Monday at school, I was on instant messenger. Yes, instant messenger. When I started getting SOS messages from friends, ends up the guy from that night was at the school looking for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, I'm here. I'm dry. Um, I was. I am. I. He recognized one of the friends from the bar. Asked if she knew where I was. I immediately packed up my stuff and tried to run off before he found me. However, I was running out. As I was running out the door, we literally bumped into each other. Ends up, he was an Israeli exchange student. Oh, no, not no. even Italian. It's the Anita Gelato of. Uh... <laughs> Of, right. Of, of, of abroad of humans. experiences. Yeah, yeah. Um, exchange student it would be someone I'd run into the next few months. While this whole story could have ended up as a really great meet cue, he kept trying to play it cool and acted like he wasn't sure if he remembered me or not. That's a weird change to go from looking for you to not remembering right, to you. And then be like too cool. Instant turnoff. And I reminded him I was the one he was asking my friends about. Needless to say, it made for an awkward few months as I tried to hide from him around the school, but definitely makes for a good awkward sex story. Thanks for all you do. Sincerely, another Italian love story. What do you think, Jordana? Um, great story. I love. Story. I feel like it's great. It's a great story to be able to say that you someone threw a bucket of water on you for being. It's it's uh, visually ple like I can yes. imagine. I can, it. Yes, you know I can it's imagine like the movie. old Italian woman. I can imagine her with the babushka. She's like not another abroad hoe again. Right, <laughs> doing this out the window. Yes. If you're watching on YouTube, you get a very special. Yes. <laughs> um, I call this the American Abroad Ho Ice Bucket Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Maddie had the the impasta. I like that. I like that. Bucketless bang, shower of shame. I had all wet, no orgasm. That sounds like what he was, uh, what he would probably be texting his friends back in Israel. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I killed it. She was all wet. No orgasm, but that's okay. <laughs> we tried. I like that. <laughs> so, red flag deal breaker. I, I, would you run away like this? It depends. If I sobered up, it depends what I thought of the person in front of me. Right. <laughs> I oh, I was sober. fuck. Right. <laughs> fuck. You're not, you're not Giuseppe, <laughs> Giuseppe Lasagna. You're Josh Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> I right? think, yeah, I think that would be more of the issue. It's not like, oh, like now I'm, I think if I if I sobered up and I was like, oh, this person's still pretty hot, I would probably stay. Right. It was, is. It is funny that in her mind, Italian lover. ooh baby. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, Greg Bloomberg. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's really not quite the exotic and, situation. Right. What about you? You keep going. I Do I know you're from camp? You know, um, for me, no, I'm I'm the guy chasing her being like, I don't care. It's not that dirty. Oh, you're her friend. Where is she? 
What, what's her classroom? I'll right. come <laughs> I wouldn't have played it the way he did it, not remember. Very weird. But it is an immature, like, college guy thing. Maybe she looked like, different than she did when she was out. Maybe, yeah. Was, after the, the bath, most women look different. That's true. You know? So... You look more beautiful after the bath. Well, it's still a great abroad story. I'm happy for her. I agree. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's go on to some more emails. Okay. Hi, J&J. Love the show. I'm a new listener. It's been so great binging the pod over the last few weeks. I love hearing y'all's advice, and it's so refreshing that it doesn't seem biased like some of the other podcasts, which feel skewed by social media instead of real life. Ooh. I wonder what they're talking about. Welcome to the show, though. Yes. Tell your friends. Saying hello to you on YouTube. I'm looking right into the camera. Hi. (laughs) Let me get straight to the point. My boyfriend, 25, and myself, 25, I've been together about two and a half years. We have slowly been talking more and more about taking the next step of marriage and have had more solid conversations on the topic. You guys are pretty young for that, in my opinion, <laughs> but that's not why she's writing him. He has mentioned in passing that he would want to live together beforehand, but I'm kind of more on the opposite side. We both haven't given this idea a hard yay or nay. I've heard that sometimes it just leads to unsuccessful marriages down the line due to the fact that you're doing a trial marriage by living together, which makes commitment levels go down for either party. There's real research behind this. A small part of me, especially in the past, would have wanted to do the move-in thing, but after some thought and growth, I feel like if you believe that you're committed enough to live together, why not just get married? We do trips all the time, and I stay at his place usually two to three days out of the week, sometimes more since I've lived at home with my family. I've lived alone in the past and plan to plan to again starting this year. Once I'm living alone again, I have a feeling as we get more and more serious, the subject will come up again as we consider each other in our future plans amidst lease commitments, etc. I feel like we already have a feel for each other's living behaviors. Is moving in together before marriage really necessary? I'd love to hear from y'all. Thanks so much. Sincerely, to move or not to move. You know what's so interesting about this email? You know, we say this a lot. Sometimes the answer is in the email. Yeah. This person, it's so interesting that they like didn't even realize they wrote kind of their problem in their own email without knowing it like their her own problem her own problem she wrote um i mean it's funny she writes it's so refreshing that it doesn't seem biased like some other podcasts which feels skewed by social media instead of real life and then she goes i've read i i've heard that sometimes it leads to unsuccessful marriages down the line due to the fact that you're doing a trial marriage by living together which makes commitment levels go down for either party there's research behind that she is getting biased by research she's read is as, as opposed to like like it feels like she has this rule now like in her she, mind because in her, of whatever she because of what read. she read and, yeah and, and she likes that we don't do rules right yes. <laughs> so it is interesting that like she's not even following what she likes to me like i i do you know what i mean does do you does that make sense I see what you're saying. Like, she's like, oh, like, it feels like the, the, the better rule, the rule should be don't live with someone because all the research backs up this thing. But right. like, um, I don't know if I actually, because it doesn't seem like she like, that's the only reason she's giving. It's the only reason. For not 
wanting to which, live together. Which to me means she's afraid to move in with this person. And then what people do and what she is doing, and this is someone I wouldn't, I don't want. Is she afraid to move in with them or does she want the security of a an engagement? I, I guess both could be true. Mm-hmm. Both are entrenched in fear. Right. Because to say, I hate when people do this. Well, we already stay two to three days a week together. And at this point, the rent, this is like a, they, they, someone called it like a New York move-in. Right. Like a, well, that's the opposite way of, the, of what you're supposed to do when moving into making those decisions. I think Logan Yuri talks about this a lot. And I've read, I've read like articles, I feel like in New York Times or something about that. It's like called like sliding in versus like deci- sliding versus deciding. I, I didn't know about this, but it, I, I, it speaks to me. Yes. So yeah. sliding is like when you're kind of like, oh, the rent is expensive and like my lease is coming up and your lease is coming up. We might as well live together. Right. That's sliding. And that's what leads to like the less successful situations. Whereas deciding right. is like, we're both really ready to do this. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with that other, with those external factors, but we've decided we're ready for this next move. I'm a slider with a lot of things in relationships. Mm-hmm. I'll admit it. And Men, I, I feel like are more prone to that. Totally. Yeah. We, oh, I got my, I got my snowboard out and I am sliding all around into relationship shit. And it's a bad quality. I don't like it about myself. It's what makes me think back on relationships going, Jared, you, this is what made me say, and I've said it on this show before, mm-hmm. being lazy with and being not intentional with dating. And I agree with that. It makes my interest level, did I just get here? Did I just wake up here or did I decide to come here? Right. And this person, it, it, I, I just don't agree with them. You know, like I, I've, based on past my experience. Do you feel like, so are you saying like, you should live with someone before you get married or is it not even about that? I think you should be pumped. I want yeah. I want to be pumped. Like right. and like that's the most broy. <laughs> Toss Stoked. me a natty light. <laughs> you know, you know, like let's crush this marriage shit. I don't know. I I, I aspire to excitement. Yeah. And this feels unex if someone was like, well, you know, it's like when it's like it's like when you match with someone, they're like, Well, I'm in New York all the time. And they live in like fucking Morristown, New Jersey. You're like, well. I'm not excited for that anymore. Like, right. I don't need this, you know, contractual, you know, I don't need you selling me on this. I don't want to be sold on the next phase of life. And yeah. that is to me, like something I have trouble with personally. So, but I can hear it in the way she wrote this email at the end when it's like, I stay at his place two to three days a week, sometimes more. It's like, you're just trying to convince me of your side of the argument instead of like, I just want to live with this person no matter what uh, and whatever marriage will come. And that's like, a to me, that's because someone lacks fear. When they won't, why they won't. When they're excited. Okay. Excited, excitement is delusion a little bit. Would you get engaged to someone before living with them? I could see it happening. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. I can't, I, I'd be like, I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. Yeah. But, but I can see it happen. Right. Cause well, you know, it's funny. I had this conversation with someone recently and I would, what he said, I do believe is true. It's kind of like, if you were on the fence, moving in with someone is not going to change what change you in either direction. You're still going to be right. on the fence. Yes. If you're into it also, it's not going to make you more into it or less into it. You're still going to be into it. And if you're yeah. not into it, you're still going to not be into it when you like, it doesn't, he's like, Someone he was someone who's like lived with multiple people, so it's but it's kind of like it doesn't change anything really. Like very, I think there's very few cases where you move in with someone and you discover something that's so different about them that 
really changes your decision about whether, I mean, like maybe they're disgusting like us. But you get right. <laughs> But you kind of knew that already. Right. You've stayed at their place. You saw they kept yeah. their place. I mean, the extreme version that people know about that gets used is like having a baby to save the marriage. Right. You know, the It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything. So yeah. like, you know, the, the apartment becomes the baby. The engagement becomes the baby. The So like, yeah. So in this case, you're right. Like engagement or moving. None of that. Right? None of that. Right. Because we feel like those are just signifiers to some people, but they're not the same. Sig the person who's convinced into it is not the same signifier as the person who's like excitedly doing it. Right. I want to be skipping down yeah. the aisle. You know, like you want to be like, you know, this is this is all just cream, you right. know, like and I listen, you get caught up and it's so easy to say from my position right here, like single 37, not not you know, in a, not dating anybody like as single as I'm so single. Uh, the, it's easy to say over here because what happens is you start, you know, interweaving your life with someone mm -hmm. and you get to the point where you go, uh, it's more so trouble probably, to get out than to stay in. You're probably even less likely to live with someone for a, a long time before getting married to them. You probably, I've had that right? thought a lot yeah. recently where it's like, if these things were to happen, they would happen yeah. pretty quick for me. I think a lot of people who have lived with people and it have it hasn't worked out for them do have that mentality of like, um, I'm not. They're almost like in the uh, in this woman's uh, shoes where they're like, I'm not going to live with someone that I don't intend to marry because it's just much more complicated to leave. Right, right, and but I would, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't even opt that conversation if I was having the conversation with mm -hmm. someone to to this person's email and. They're 25. So they, yeah. you know, that's another, so that's thing another part that of this. that I, you know, that if I were, that's, that's a different question also to me because it's about a different stage in life. And maybe they're, you know, they said, she said y'all. So maybe they're from like an area of the country where people get married a lot right. sooner. But in New York, it'd be like, um, if New York, if you knew someone who was getting engaged at 25, you'd be like, relax. <laughs> well, I'd also say to this person, like, at 25, if you're not pumped and you're doing like the math on what well, we do two to three days a week, maybe you don't like that person that much. Maybe you're not yeah. excited. But maybe I'm, it's time to pump the brakes. But I, I agree. Like 25 in New York is like, right. What are you doing? Or is she, yeah, is she using the moving in thing together? And this is another thing that sometimes women do or men, whatever, mostly women <laughs> do is like okay, like I'm kind of going to use this to manipulate the situation to get the engagement faster than the other person. Because the other person's right. like logically like, yeah, I'd like to move in together. I don't know if I'm ready for marriage. But if you if the person's not ready to move in, maybe they'll just be like, well, I guess I might as well propose. Because she's right. not going to live together until until a, we're engaged. A bargaining chip of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in that scenario, you're like, you're fucked. Like, <laughs> like this is not going to be a fun to me, that's if not, you're using it at that card, yeah. not a life I would want to be right. involved in. But yeah. I can see how you, and I think that's almost like like we say, talk about everything else, owning your standard. You could say she could say to him, "Listen, I'll move in together, but just so you know what this means to me, what this means to me is that we're on the road to engagement and going to get engaged within six months to a year after we live together." Right. That's a, that, and and that's if some if someone said that to you. Before you moved in together and you weren't sure, I think that would actually might change your, even in the past. We'd, might be, bro we'd be broken up a week later. Right. There's, that'd be a good thing. Right. That'd be That's good what I'm thing. saying. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, it would be, this talk mm -hmm. would end it for me. Like. Right. 
and as you said, that's a good thing. Yeah. As as stark of a answer as that is, it is. You know, I I think. Listen, the I look back as far as these issues are concerned. I'm like, yeah, I I, I would do it differently now and have and to go back to the first email of like was, using humor to like not talk right like these are the kind that's what i do and then i don't have that conversation but the communication so. probably wasn't there on the other end either where the person wasn't like to you this is what this means to me mm-hmm. just so you know and this is what i'm expecting it's like anything we said like oh when i you're introducing me to your friends like to me that means we're we're getting pretty serious like that right. even if that changes even if that causes the person to end things with you earlier is still that's a good thing it's because it's you're letting them know what that means to you and how serious it was. So maybe they won't do the move. Absolutely. If they're not on the same page. And and the biggest uh, the biggest addition I would make to that is that's why they're taking their research. <laughs> They've done research. And it's like, no, they're outsourcing the opinion to the research yeah. instead of their standards. Yeah. And you don't have to justify no. anything. If you're kind of like, I don't like, I want to live with someone that I'm going to marry. That's an okay opinion to have. If right. the other person's like, um, I want to marry you, but I'm also like, I'd like to live together first. That's an opinion right. they have. But if you say, okay, well, the, we can compromise and I'll, well, I can move in, but you, but just so you know, I expect to be proposed to in the next year. <laughs> that's well, good. Dr. Dr. Lovestein <laughs> says it right here. We are going to get divorced if we move in before. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, who cares what the reason is? It's really just like, um, just say what you, what you, what you want. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let's play some games. You ready? Red flag or deal breaker. We have some really good red flag or deal breakers. These are great today. These are like thorough, specific. This first one killed me. They're all the things. Yeah. Okay. The first one I can't even believe is a question, but I won't put my judgment sauce on it. Okay. I've got a triple threat. (laughs) I've got a triple threat red flag deal breaker that all happened within the first 30 minutes of a third date a few minutes, a few months ago. Third date. It's surprising when you get three three red flag deal breakers within when a third date because you would think you would have, you wouldn't have gotten that far if the, if all three were possible. Right, this person was like they must have been a different person. Right, because okay, we had planned for a cycling date around the city along the waterfront with pit stops to chat and have drinks. What do you think of that date? Cycling date around the city. Like if someone was like, let's go get city bikes. We'll take it up the West Side Highway. And we'll make a few pit stops for drinks. Third date, I guess if you've already discussed that you both like are like into biking. Yeah. I don't think it's the first date. No. Second date. Still probably no. Third mm. date. I could see like you're doing an act like kind of like an activity. If they both said they're into biking, I could see it. Right. I guess I would have had to have had sex with this person to do this date. <laughs> I mean, I also don't think it's that. I, I guess they're making it more social, but generally bike riding is not. A, it's like third date movie. Like you could go to a movie, but that's not really a good date. Right. No, I, I agree. I I was just, 
it was surprise. I was I was just wondering about this date idea. Like this, there is planning that went into that though. Yeah. So I I do appreciate that. Uh, more planning than, than you would, would be doing do. without sleeping with someone. Right, right. I met I met him at his apartment. All of a sudden, as soon as we start biking, I hear really loud music playing. I look around to see what's where it's coming from, and I see that it's coming from a speaker on my date's bike. I was mortified, as I always get so annoyed with people who think uh, the others uh, others want to hear their average at best music. We'll stop here because okay. it's a triple threat red yes. flag deal. Are you still on the date or are you done with the date? Like mentally, have you checked out you know, there's music a, on the bike? Part of me that thinks this is absurd, but part of me is kind of like they're trying to set maybe like a mood of fun if you can hear it. I actually right? thought the same thing. I thought this was thoughtful. I I, yeah. I didn't think of it as like, you're terrorizing the city, you know? <laughs> like, have you ever been skiing and someone has, like, music that they're, like, kind of playing? Your group is, like, skiing together and it kind of gives it a vibe. I could imagine something like that happening, right. um, but it's been a while since I've operated. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do, I know what you're yeah. talking about, yeah. That one I don't think is that. I'd still be in, even though I could be, I could understand thinking that's not really your thing. I, 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 and I, I understand why they don't think it's their thing. I would say if, for someone that do, doesn't, to be mortified, I, I think, is a little extreme. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't be, like, so embarrassed that someone else did. I thought it was kind of thoughtful to yeah. be like, I plan this date. Oh, let me bring a speaker. We'll have the music. Beautiful day. I, I, I kind of, it was endearing to me. I don't think it's a big deal. Okay, yeah. so the number two. As we bike to the liquor store, to, biking to the liquor store is a little a bit of a turnoff. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I would almost like separate the activities entirely. Like, don't make that one of your stops. Right. Why don't you put We're some running, wine in a backpack? Right. We're running errands. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we would stop at the post office. Right. And then... <laughs> As we bike to the, just the word liquor store. Yeah. As we bike to the liquor store to pick up some drinks. What are you, 15? Right. <laughs> hey, mister. <laughs> Can you get us a six or a smart off ice? <laughs> My day was leading the way. And instead of finding bicycle lanes, he decided to bike on sidewalks towards oncoming pedestrians. This was extremely awkward and inconsiderate. So I biked on the grass and one of the pedestrians said, thanks for going on the grass. Some guy over there biked right into us. Yeah. I mean, okay. So guy, biking on the. I mean, not great. I hate when people bike on the sidewalks. Okay. It is something that makes me look a thousand years old. I don't, do people even do that in New York? Well, it's against the law. <laughs> okay, you're gonna make a citizen's arrest? <laughs> Sir, it's illegal. No, I say that to people. Yeah. That makes me look, a. am like- it's Where a, do you even say that? They're go, usually going right by and you. I go, I go, that's against the law, sir. <laughs> and you become like uh, the guy in Billy Madison who puts the, or not the Billy Madison, uh, Big Daddy. You know, right, trips, put the sticks yeah, on. Yeah, that's you. That's so me. Teach them a lesson. Yeah, I, I, it's a, hey, that's against the law, sir. That's me. I, yeah. I think it is so inconsiderate. The bike is clunky. It can hurt people. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't. But I personally wouldn't bike in the city because I just don't think it'd be like a pleasant, easy bike experience. I also don't want to be the reason someone goes to the hospital. That too. Okay, so here's the finally. We get to the liquor store. <laughs> I stay out with uh, with our bikes, and before my date goes into the liquor store, I hear, nice, eh? I didn't pay much attention to it because I was mentally planning an escape. <laughs> when he came back outside, he said, when you were locking up your bike, some guy was checking you out, and I said, nice, eh? So you repeated it. <laughs> 
thought it was a compliment. He said that to the guy? So he said it to the guy and then came out and was like telling her. Okay, now I'm out. Needless to say, the date didn't get any better, and I had to break up with this guy a few pit stops later. Curious to hear your thoughts. Love you both, and you up team. Sincerely, three strikes. What do you think? You know, now I'm actually a fan of the bike date because you find out, she found out so much about, like, this guy's personality pretty quick. So quick. Right. Like I kind of like it. I guess you should have this before having sex with someone. Right. See how they ride a bike. Yeah. See how considerate they are. Right. See how weird or awkward they are right do they yeah. do the hand signals yeah He's making a left <laughs> what do they wear are they wearing like a full-on bike reflective suit? gear yeah. with like the tight bike shorts right how into that they are helmet would would you wear a helmet um i think probably yeah there's some people that like carry around the helmet with them to use city bikes here and um, i'm always like that person you do it Jorge, Jared, you and I are like not, we are mortal, uh, mortal you guys enemies. Are not gonna date. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, we're the yin and yang. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> you ever see that? The, 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 so you carry around a bike helmet? Uh, the bike helmet, I carry on. Do you do you bike on the sidewalk? No, 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 absolutely not. Those people actually get me enraged as well. Right. I think a lot of New York City people get enraged by the bicycle. If someone is checking your wife out, would you say nice? Eh? <laughs> She's a teacher. She's a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you said nice hey, to me, I go, does she teach? <laughs> I don't. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. The bike day would suss it out. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, the, the nice A was really the part that, that bothered me the most. Right. I some, some I will defend a little bit. Not. <laughs> it's hard to look that smooth too, and all these things. You feel like you're just kind of like I don't want to be. I don't want to be. This is the guy that I'm right. with. Right. Sometimes it sucks as a guy because you have to like. You, other men think that you're in with the things they want to acknowledge you with. Okay. So they'll embarrass you. You know, where you go, like, if you'll be out and you'll be with a woman and some random guy will go, ha ha, ha ha, And you kind of want to go, you know, like, you're not going to go, you shall not talk to a woman like that. Right. You know, like, it's like, you're like, I'm just trying to get through the day here. And listen, But he I didn't am, do that. He no. said, <laughs> right. nice, eh? Right, right. I, That's what, is that what, like, if a guy that was, was checking out the person you were on a date with, when, and you said that. I wouldn't. Pretty good, huh? Well, here. <laughs> I did good. Killing it. <laughs> I, here's where I'm trying to give him empathy is I could understand that he was, someone was like, oh, 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 and he was like, yeah, nice, eh? And then he goes, fuck, I think she heard that. And then he repeated it? And he was like, how do I get out of this? I guess I'll just say what happened so that it doesn't sound like I'm talking about her back. I don't know. I, I'm giving way too much. Yeah, this is a day that backfired for him. Yes, and I I, I, I again, I don't assume he. I, I would I, not it, go into an activity on a third date especially if I were a guy where I didn't feel like I was going to totally nail the activity where I didn't know all the variables. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're right. And because him on the sidewalk tells me he's not aware. Yeah. Like I wouldn't do karaoke on a third date and I understand some people might, but I would just be like, I don't know if I'm going for like that vulnerable of a look right. at that point. After learning about the ick. Yeah. And all how, how quickly a woman can be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, eh. I don't think I'm going to go sing some Bruce Springsteen. Not not right away. 
You gotta right. like lock the person in first. Let's do another. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jay and Jay, my friends and I in London love the pod and always ask, what would Jordana and Jared say? Whoa, foggy London town. That's exactly how they say it, right? Hello, governor. <laughs> I don't know why they speak like they're in the Mary Poppins era. Uh, always, in your mind. always a chimney sweep. What? Hello. <laughs> Daddy. What would Jordana and Jared think? When it comes to our dating dilemmas, thanks for all you do. This has happened to me a couple of times now. I'm curious how you would manage it. Crikey. Oh, that's Australian. Sorry. I met, I matched on an <laughs> app with a truly lovely guy. He's smart, good looking, funny, and good banter on messaging pre-date. We got to the date and he gave me a kiss hello on the cheek. Well, two actually. I mean, you are in Europe. Right. And I got a waft of a really bad smell. Uh-oh. I wasn't sure what it was, but I remember thinking, that can't possibly be his breath. As the date went on, the music was loud, the vibe was good, and he was leaning in further to talk to me more. Hopefully he just farted. <laughs> I can see you thinking that. Right. I was horrified to realize that the smell was in fact his awful breath. There was a flirty vibe and at the end of the date he was definitely giving me the eyes as if he wanted to kiss me. However, I found the whole thing so off-putting and made him it made him far less attractive in my eyes. We ended the date and I ended up going in for a big bear hug at the end just to make it clear I wasn't going to kiss him. Mm. For reference, I'm 35 and he's 42. Surely he should have the basics of dental hygiene down by now. He was well-dressed, works out, and clearly takes pride in his appearance, just not his oral hygiene, apparently. On paper, I think this guy is great, and I'd like to see him again in theory, but I found his breath to be so off-putting. So I'm curious, should I give him another chance and see if his brushes his teeth before? I feel like I put in so much effort when I go on a date. Hair, makeup, outfit, nails. Surely a basic brush and floss isn't too much to ask. Floss is a different story. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> so my question is, for a great potential person... Is this a deal breaker? Is there a way I can ask him to brush or floss without being really rude? There's honestly no way I could kiss him without the with with the way things were. So I think this is an interesting predicament. Totally. Because you can have bad anyone can have bad breath. Yes. Like the way she occasion. made it sound like is he, he he just doesn't care about his dental hygiene? Like that's harder to believe. One time, yeah. One time. Mm -hmm. And that's it's harder to believe that someone just like disregards their teeth and hey slip them the quip promo code yeah. that we got on this episode but i give him a piece of gum yeah hit him hit him up with but like i i like my family used to call it temple breath okay you go to like temple speaking um, in your face or no because it was just your mouth was closed for a while and you're just like you walk out of temple just having bad breath Okay. Like on the high holidays. You go on a temple. Like high, high holidays, <laughs> you get temple breath. You okay. know, we used to say that all the time. And it's like, you know, hit that person with a mint, you know, like, you know, you get time. So I think it happens like, I don't know what his job is, but if you're like not, like when we talk, I think that's good. For, I, I'm talking out of my ass right now. Like, so good is he the with the smell. Uh, I think it's better for the breath to be like, have an active mouth mm -hmm. than it is like if you're at a computer all day, just like not saying much. Like right. I think, so I, I give empathy to the bad breath person on a date where maybe you're coming from work and you're not really bringing the floss and toothbrush with you to work. Did you ever have that at work? Uh, what do you mean? Where Did else? you ever have the person that was in your office that I've would brush said. their teeth at work? Does anyone here brush their teeth at work? I don't think that's a thing. Is oh, I used to, when I was... When I'd sold life insurance, people would like have meetings. They'd run to the bathroom and start brushing their teeth. 
Interesting. Because they were so afraid, you know, they wanted to like make sure they made a good impression. Right. Yeah. So, but not a lot of people do that. And then you lose track of it. So I have empathy for this guy. I give him one more chance. Yeah. Would you say something? If all else was great, it would almost be like, here's the thing. The nicest thing you could do for the person right. would be to say something. It would be very embarrassing, but it would also be like extremely helpful. Like I would rather someone tell me that. Me too. Than get dumped for, and for seemingly no reason. Hey, how would you say it? What would I'm be trying worse? To think. I'm trying to think. Someone not at, someone you thought you had a great time with not asking you on another date or not saying yes to a date that you asked them on or having the person say, hey, I'm having a really great time. I just want to let you know there is a little bit of a smell. <laughs> it's hard because it's like I would want to know. You would want to know in theory. But I think we all would. I would be so embarrassed. But it would be mortifying. Mortifying. It's like, you know, it's like having your fly undone. Yeah. How many people saw? Is it, how long has this yeah. been for? You'd have to say it really nicely. Hey, I have to let you know, I'm having the best time, but your breath smells like dog too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if someone said that to you on a date, what would I you- I would want to know and I would go, oh my God, do you have gum? You have to have gum on you. You have okay. to have something on to you okay. to, because you can't just let them sucks for you. Right. You can't just like let them out and then have no solution for them. Right. So I would, if it was a second date and the come packing. Right. So if I was this person, I'd have it in my purse and then be like, Hey, I don't know. I I'm sure you've been at work all day and you know, but it does, I'm sure you didn't fucking I huff, give huff a dog's chance. asshole before you came here. So <laughs> <laughs> would you say something to someone you were on a date with? I don't think I could. I don't have the strength. I don't I, know if I could either, but in, I would like to be the kind of person who could say it in a- I'd have to love them. Like, I'd have to be like, I, this is the person, but I need them to know. Yeah. You'd like have I, to be like, this was there. This is amazing. There's just this one small thing. One thing. I couldn't walk away. That was a fun date. And then, oh, but the breath fucking yeah, stuck. You you know, would, I, yeah. If it was like, if you were on the fence, you'd be out. If you were really into them, I feel like- and it was day two, I agree. Date one, I might let it go. Mm -hmm. If it was date two, I think I might say something. Day two, you bring gum with you. Hey, do you want gum? Here's the thing. I brought now, a, me... a pack of, of Listerine. <laughs> I always, um, I carry it everywhere with me. Do you me. want? Um, what if, okay, you say something, they go, I have halitosis. What are you? Treatable? I don't even I don't know. know. I don't know. It is a, this is my disease like their disease on across something i deal with so now you know it is something that they will have i'd have to do some research or have to ask them like oh is that like a chronic untreatable mm -hmm. thing right and what if they said well this is my life unless i get like reconstructive jaw whatever it'd be a decision i'd have to hope for a cold <laughs> <laughs> Most of our dating days. Right. I mean, it'd be a decision. Anything else, you'd have to weigh just how it good depends it was. how bad it is. It's a little embarrassing to, to you know. It's a horrible that's affliction. Constantly, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I would say something on day two if you bring. I'm going on day two. I'm bringing gum. Yeah. If it's that bad, considering the way they wrote about it, and then I'd be like, and, and I, I just want to let you know. I would even start with, "Hey, you want some gum?" <laughs> No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, someone. If someone offered me gum as soon as I saw them, I would. If you were self-aware, you'd have to think like, you'd have to double check your own self. Anytime someone offers me a gum, I go, "Does my breast stink?" Yeah, you could tell, tell me. me. You could tell, tell me. me. Yeah, right. You could tell me. You better fucking tell me right now, yeah. or I will leave here. That's a good friend. Right. 
That's a good date. Yes. Last one. Let's do another All one. All right. Sub change, I'm a 28-year-old guy, and she's a 27-year-old woman. Okay. I like how bad <laughs> men are writing these emails. I was at an art... But we love your emails. Thank we need more mail emails. Yes. I was at an art exhibit, I assume that means. Right. I was at an art exhibit with her, and BD, we walk around the gallery. Is this code for something, Or is Maddie? this person just a terrible speller? No, I... I, I was at an art... At a art. Yeah, this guy. This is the bigger deal breaker than right. anything he's said. <laughs> he's was, asking about her. I was at an art exhibit with her. And this is me interpreting the email. This isn't exactly mm. how he wrote it. I was at an art exhibit with her and we walked around the gallery. We stopped at one piece and she asked me my thoughts. I say, this one's dope. And when I say that, I touch the texture of the paint. She quickly shoos my hand away from the art and whispers loudly not to touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> anyway, nobody noticed, so it was fine. That was Jordana's artistic interpretation <laughs> for the listeners at home. That's how you'd say it. I'd be like, uh, I was like, I know, I would be like, you, you can't touch the paint. Stop! You can't touch the painting. You'd be more playful. With yeah, it. yeah, I'd be a little bit more playful. But annoyed, uh, a little embarrassed, maybe. Right. I'd be, I'd be I'd be initially embarrassed at being with someone who goes that's dope. Yeah, that would be. I was gonna say that would be like the worst part. Nobody noticed, so it was fine. She even kind of laughed when she told me not to touch it. Just so she like took I your said, yes, yeah. because I guess she thought it was funny. I don't think she thought it was funny. I think she was trying to not make things weird. I agree. Keep in mind, I've never been to any art function before in any capacity. They're making this work worse for yourself. Right. <laughs> Keep in mind, I have no culture whatsoever. Oh, also, not a good reason. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing about art and didn't know how to touch, how, didn't know not to touch it. In my defense, there wasn't even a sign not to touch anything. The entire gallery was, was mid as fuck, in my opinion. I don't know what that means. Maddie, can you translate mid as fuck? Just like Fine. Average. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, red flag or deal breaker, you go on a date with someone to an art exhibit and they touch the art without causing a ruckus. This guy sounds like the most broy. like, it sounds like you, as if there was an art gallery that showed up in the middle of the fraternity house. <laughs> Um, here's the thing for someone so unaware he wrote in about himself yeah Bobby like, bottle service the, right <laughs> <laughs> he does, right he has yeah. no idea for what I'm is I have a feeling she ghosted him and he's like do you think it was me touching no, the painting I think it was all of it my friend. yeah I, I, I think I, it was the dope I think it was um mid <laughs> as fuck <laughs> Yo, the David was mid as fuck. Yeah. I mean, clearly you guys you, have different interests. Yeah, we went to the Louvre. <laughs> fucking mid as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the touching is, I, uh, in itself wouldn't be the deal breaker. It would be, I think, all of the things. Just the entire way in which he's described his behavior at the gallery. At the gallery. Here's, here's my... It's touching combined with there's no sign. You don't know how to act. You don't know how to act in public. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know how to like There's be no polite. Sign that says not to pee on the floor, but most people <laughs> just know not to do that. <laughs> what? I had to go. There's no sign. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a, a gallery before. Right. You're not allowed to take a shit in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. You can't touch the fossils. <laughs> what? I want to play with the brontosaurus bones. Right. Grow up. Right. This, yeah. this is. He is. He's choosing the route of naivete over, like, ignorance is not a defense. Yeah, if you're not sure, ask. 
you just touch someone's fucking art. <laughs> like <laughs> you're an animal. Go hang out with the guy who just do bikes on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. You two are made for each other. I, I, and I appreciate that he listens to the show and, and wrote in about it. I do appreciate he wrote about him about himself, but there's a reason she's not texting you back. You yes. are not ready to be an adult relationship. You're not a match. No. <laughs> this girl. <laughs> Go to an Arby's. <laughs> Jordana, we did it again. We solved dating. We did it. And in record time, this wow. is a good, I think this is our sweet spot. Yes. 77 minutes, right? Yeah, 77 minutes. More with ads. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we will see you on Sunday for our Sunday special. Boom. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.